fired up. The snap, the put down, the swing of the leg. It is on its way. It is good! Cincinnati wins the American Championship! Cincinnati, a 20-point win tonight in Kansas City. Cincinnati is legit. Welcome to the national scene, Wes Miller and the Cincinnati Bearcats with the win. And guess what? The Joe Burrow era is just beginning. Welcome back. It is another Been week. Been a while. It is another week. We're the ones driving the ship this week. And, I'm the uh, captain now. No, you're not. And, and, oh. and there, there's no one-hour time limit, so we're, we're all back in our happy place. Also, we have this. I kind of miss being on the other show now. <laughs> <laughs> It, it really is the captain. Oh, God. I'm the captain now. So uh, I've never yeah, seen that movie. Last week, we uh, we, we obviously spent some time with uh, Late Night Reds. Again, thank you for allowing us to invade your airwaves. Um, a little disappointed that it ended 60 minutes in, but because uh, we, we like to go long. It's just I thought we were just about to have a great conversation about uh, having a game at the Sandlot Field. I mean... What might have been? Are you already going there, Ed? Are you going to bring out the old angry curmudgeon that is Aaron and his thoughts on specialized look, fun games look, and excitement? We will, we will get to all the games, but I just want to point out that it is August 16th. I have been a dad now officially for one month. Grats. And the, yeah, the, the, little, the, little one, the little one has made it. 30 days. <laughs> That's, that's good. I'm glad you have an experienced uh, co-parent on your I side. Gonna, I was going to say you, you've got you've got like some uh, some help on the other side that's already been through it for sure. Uh, for sure. I got like, shit. I got shit on yesterday. I mean, oh, congratulations! Like like you going into it, I'm sure have like a lot of the same kind of like feelings that most parents have whenever they go into like a, a this new crazy adventure of like dude i, I feel like that every morning home, when i wake they up they send you home and they're like uh you know good luck like keep it alive or else I, you're gonna be in trouble like, i feel like that every morning when i wake up <laughs> i'm not allowed to come home with a new dog without a background check you need to be home with this baby yeah it, it's wild but i mean they they, they for them for the most part i mean they you know they they tend to fly themselves as they say Sometimes they bust their head open, but then they just get they just stitch them back up. It's they, I did, I did they do tend to bleed a lot um, they, if they something happens, and you'll be like, "Oh!" And then you're like, "Wait a minute, I'm responsible to take care of this." Hold on, <laughs> I gotta take. <laughs> but it's fun. What time is urgent care open? And, and then you get to pat yourself on the back as you're like, "Look what I did." Fair enough. That was that was a roller coaster of emotions. You it just was. Everyone on the um, first time you put them in an outfit that, and then the wife actually agrees that the outfit matches and that it's a great outfit, dude. It's like, it's like chugging right. a beer. It's great. Well, I, we're we're not built the same, Edward. I'm just saying. It's <laughs> nice did when you, they tell you the. I know that we, I know that the wrestling minute usually comes at the end of the show, but like, did you guys see, see that? Did you see guys see that? Did you guys see that Ed's back? I'm back. 
Kevin. And then he uh, got it. Then he got his butt kicked by Drew McIntyre. What's his name? Kevin something. Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. There it is. Owen. There's no S. Oh, whatever. That guy. Because yeah. that's one to correct people on on things like that. It's fair. Well, I mean, it it is Ed's doppelganger. So, did, did I ever tell you I bought his wrestling figure just because I knew I'd never have my own action figure? I thought this is close as I'd ever get. It, it's really not fair that you get your like you can really like pass it off. I mean, it it, it probably looks more like you than Desmond Ritter in Madden twenty three. So, <laughs> man, what a call I was back. Telling, well done. I was telling Jeff that I was at Kings Island today, and one of the characters. Said that's not one of those stands they had, you know, like an example photo set up, and I was like, "Holy shit, is that Desmond Ritter?" And then I started thinking to myself, "Damn, they did a better job drawing Desmond Ritter than Madden did." That, I'll take a that is there. that is a just an absolute travesty. What what they did with it, and I know it happens every year. To like you know, like people be like, "What is like this?" Isn't me. And now it's one of our guys, and it's like some might say it's hey. the epitome of what not to do when you are making a character on Madden, as opposed to the epitome. Yeah, true, true. I feel, but I feel like if I you was should to feel make... attacked right now, is what you should feel right over the head. What, I'm sorry, which oh, because I I make good characters on there. No, Ed, your TikTok where you tried to the pronounce epitome, words, not the epitome. Oh my god, that's terrible. It's so bad. Why does it look like Chris Rock's younger brother or something? I don't know. I don't know. It's bad. Looks like Cat Williams' older brother. <laughs> yeah. They, they did not do a good job with that. No. I've never seen his hair that way. Ever. 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 I don't know. It's not good. Not good. It's like the thriller Jerry Curl. Be be- hey, be better, Madden. Be better. They they certainly didn't uh, put any of the updates from last year's game into the facial recognition feature. Jesus. Well, I mean, the thing is, and they're also like, I mean, you've got all this like hardware and horsepower in these new new generation systems, and it looks like they just went back to like Troy Aikman football on the uh, SNES, and they were like, hey, here we go. We'll just like stick. But stick isn't that this always the complaint? There. Isn't that the, always the complaint about Madden? Is like they just rehash everything from the year before and change some names up, and here you go, you got hey, Madden. But, they, but you can gritty whenever you score a touchdown. They now did. You can't. They yeah. did. Some, I mean, I read up and, and watched some videos on some of the updates they actually did to Dynasty, and if they are as described, then Dynasty should finally be better from last year. But when does it? When does that game come out? Midnight last night. Midnight last night. If you had the um, pre-order, at least pre-order. Okay, because I was just looking it up earlier. Jeff and I were talking about it, and it says the nineteenth. It's the. I know I have it right now available to play on my PlayStation. So that's for that. That's for that's for uh, the regular folks. Folks like me who go out and get the folks that got the. uh, Oh yeah, for folks that go buy the disc, like Ed. If you missed last week's episode, you're gonna you're gonna rent it at Redbox, Ed. Well, I did. Did you see what (laughs) he's going to Hollywood Video? Oh, dude, if it's still open, though. Uh, did you see what Cam posted in the chat earlier? That the new NCAA game will not be available on PS4. It'll be on PS5 only. I posted mm-hmm. that. Actually. Oh, was that you? Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess I'm going to have to go out and buy a PS5. Huh? I already asked. Already oh, told. I mean, we've already had this talk with you, Ed. 
Did I get... told Parker to ask for money for his birthday so we could split the cost of it. Did you get permission? I have money to buy it. Thank you. You're, you're trying. I was just thinking about you're buying trying a Brusa. to split it with your son. You're, oh, he's going to play just as much money? as I am. He's what seven? No, talking about that. No, he's eight. But that's fair, right? That's fair. he's going to play just as much as I am. So why you're, not try to split it with him? You're splitting it with your eight-year-old son. You have no shame. He doesn't he... have a job, Ed. <laughs> I, I see no. I see nothing wrong with this. Just buy it. He's gonna play get him a just as much, present. if not more, than me. So why not just split the cost with him? Ed. He could his birthday. Ed. Think Ed. about what you said. You told your eight year old to ask for money for his birthday yeah. so that you could take it and split the cost on a PS Five. Again, he's gonna play just as much as me. Unreal. My PS Four down here. I can't play some of my games because he has. He has his 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 games loaded into it. You know, I I don't have a very good hard drive, so he has his games loaded into it. I have to like delete games. Maybe, when I'm maybe my... you should ask for money for your birthday to buy a better hard drive. Well, I guess I could. I know that this whole thing is going sideways right now, but I am just appalled, uh, taken aback. Oh, come on, don't act like you've never like really. I've literally never taken my children's birthday money to buy something for myself. To, to go really have... you. You've never to said to your kid halfsies, to go halfsies. You've never said to your kid, hey, uh, why don't you go ahead and ask for that video game for Christmas that you could play with it too? No, they say, hey, dad, could I have this? And I'm like, uh, well, I mean, you've been pretty good. Uh, I'll just go buy it for you because I have a job. Okay. You don't. Okay. Well, yesterday they asked for uh, soccer trading cards and, and they were, I, I bought it for them. I had no idea this was where we were going to Did you go halfsies? No, they had to pay Did for make him break his, his little piggy bank open and, it's a coconut, and give you like yeah. $4. It was $10. But have these. Ed, do you, do you guys split the cards when you go buy like new packs of trading cards and take the good ones out because you guys split them? I don't buy the trading cards. See, I've learned and I've tried to teach them when it comes to trading cards. If So they're, they're basically looking for one player, right? They're looking for Cristiano Ronaldo. Just go to eBay and buy it for five dollars because you're going to pay five dollars for that pack well, and possibly not get them. Can you say that name one more time? Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Uh, good old Cristiano Ronaldo. Is that how you say it? No. Well, then there's Lewandowski. <laughs> this is well, what so you, know, you guys don't even watch soccer. You're you're one of my favorite people in this entire world. Oh, let's you want to start off with soccer? How'd their last game go, Ed? Mid. Tied. Mid. Mid. <laughs> I mean. Mid. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna eat I'm just gonna drink this juice box. It's almost like they 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 asked the opponent if they wanted to go half season with them on the game. Did you just see what Ed did? He, what he's drinking right now? A juice box, for he sure. He stole his kid's lunch juice drink. <laughs> when they go to school and they open their lunch box tomorrow, they'll be oh, like, oh, shoot. I guess dad went have these. It's what, I did put this in the fridge for Parker's lunch tomorrow. I got to put another one in there. Oh, just squirt it on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's so many clips from the... From the first 11 minutes and 59 seconds? What's called, what's called Apple and Eve? <laughs> they got to bring that story into the juice box? Probably going to get this. Yeah. 
This juice box is probably banned from the schools. It's canceled. All right. All right. <laughs> bag, put us back on the rails there. Way too much so, talk of Christianity on this we're, we're gonna, juice we're gonna box. Go, we're going to go back to last Tuesday. Okay. I'm on mute. You should be. Um, so last, last Tuesday, the Bengals stadium was renamed to Paycor Stadium. Pay Joe Stadium. I did see those shirts made by Cincy Shirts. Well done. All right, Lindsey Patterson. She tweeted that out first. I actually think it was Mo Egger who tweeted it out first. Wrong. I have tears on my face. Um, right. She got him so, by a minute. Cincy Shirts has a, an agreement with Mo, so, I mean, yeah. more power to him. If it wasn't Cincy Shirts, it would have been LFG or 513 or no, whoever. Man, it, it's, like, a, it's a nice little play on words. I like it. Some might call it a pun. Hmm. Um, it's punny. Any thoughts on on any of that? No, I'm I mean, here uh, for it. Like I said, well, like we've all said, right? We got we got to pay Joe. We got to pay these receivers when they come up. So, they, did you see they also sell the sold the uh, naming rights to the gate? No, I can't remember who they sold it to, but they did they did sell it to somebody the naming rights to the gate. So you'll have Pedro Sports, huh? Did they sell it to Ballsack Sports? I'm just saying I haven't seen it anywhere, so I don't know if you got I'll look it up. Well, this is just like last week, right, when I told you guys that, yeah, okay, that the the Chattanooga Lookouts had been looked out for. Fair enough. You mm. were absolutely correct on that. And, and you nobody were semi, semi-correct on that. Because <laughs> it was like just like an owner. It wasn't like the team itself, but, uh, you know. <laughs> but it was um, pretty good, Ed. Yeah, you caught Tim so off guard. He was he was not ready for your randomness at all. At all. No. Not a chance. No, as far as like naming a paycord, like I don't care who you sell it to. Right? I mean, yeah, it's a little bit weird whenever uh you know they're like, We're going to halftime here at Paycor Stadium, and you're like, uh Okay. But does does it matter? Oh, does not, it really matter? Not Absolutely my paycor stadium. Like if you're like some old curmudgeon, maybe it matters to you that you can't like. So just keep calling it Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah, I that, couldn't. I could not like care if, less about this entire situation. You, you know what I care about is the fact that it increases the amount of money that they have available and ready on hand for guaranteed contracts exactly. and things of that nature. And well, if I you want to keep a winning team here, maybe you know you got to go play at Paycor Stadium and enter through PNG Gate. Or whatever. I think I think that's fantastic. I, I but my bigger takeaway than that is the fact that it shows that Mike Brown, as the top of ownership, is willing to do things that he has not ever seemed willing to do in the past. And I think it's just another step forward to becoming just like all of the other NFL teams. Alta fiber. Um, Ulta Fiber bought the naming rights to the Paul Brown Stadium gate. Okay, very good. So that's like for, former Cincinnati Bell or whatever. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, no, they I mean, have, I, they I had think the money he, since they, they got rid of their contract with the uh, the, the monorail. I, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah been, been I think, um, I think, I think, you know, they came out and said it. They're like, you know, renaming the stadium is not something that we really wanted, you know, or wasn't like high on our priority list, but we've got to, we've got to kind of get in line, you know, their, their version of, uh, whatever, right sizing their payroll or matching expectations with 
their money is add money to increase expectations. I mean, right? I mean, that's what we got to like do. Kinda, it, it was it was sort of the opposite of what we heard from Red's ownership. Yeah. You should see the uh, the uh, season ticket holder, the rings they all gave out yesterday. Well, we did because again, you put that in the chat. Well, you, I have one. You do you have season tickets, Ed? Uh, no, actually. Uh, so, did you present yourself as a season ticket holder to get no, a ring? No. Who gave it to you? My cousin. Okay. They're oh, season okay. ticket holders. I saw them down at the stadium yesterday. Okay, so you didn't He's like a- walk up and you're like, oh, I forgot like all yeah. my stuff that identifies me as a season ticket holder, but I've got a kid here and I want to go have these on this ring. I had two kids with me, so I would have got, I would got, you know, three rings. Thirds, <laughs> thirds, I got thirds, you there. Thirdsies. No, it's 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 nice. It's a nice ring. It's a nice. I mean, kind of like these. What's it made out of? Metal. Is it? It's kind of like these that they were giving away. Actually, it's just like these ones they were giving away at the at the Red Stadium. The 1990 um, World Series. Ring. They're going for like five hundred dollars. Like I know on eBay. Yeah. If you people... sell one, you wouldn't have to go have these, and you give PS Five. Actually, that's a solid point. If it wasn't my cousin who gave it to me, I would probably try to sell it. You could go have these with your cousin on it. Ooh, you're right. Good. And then between the money you made there and the money that Parker gets for his birthday, you're you don't even you're not even out a dollar. I might be able to upgrade to that to that uh, PlayStation Network. Uh, and, and a hard drive that's hard worth drive. a damn. Would that mean I have to get rid of discs? Because I have to keep discs. No, I have a hard drive and a Jesus. Yeah. So, Ed, you went down to uh, you went down to uh, training camp yesterday. Long story short, yeah, it was uh, not planned. Um, we went to Cincy Shirts to get Bryce a T-shirt. He wanted a T-shirt for the first day of school, and uh, Parker asked if we could drive past TQL Stadium. So. We did, and then Bryce asked if we could drive past Paul Brown Stadium or, you know, Pejo Stadium. Did you and correct him? I didn't. And then we got down there to the intersection, you know, where they cross the street, and uh, I saw my cousin. She said, hey, they're coming out in 20 minutes, and I'm like, do I really want to stop? And parking lot right in front of me said $5 parking. I said, this could be the best $5 I've ever spent trying to entertain these boys. So I paid 5 bucks, and we walked over and just watched the players come out for a little bit. Didn't go to the practice. Did the kids have to chip in on parking? No, no, I, I took care of that one for him. Well done. I took care of that one for him. So did, did you get any autographs or anything like that? Or no, nah, normally when the they're beginning. Yeah, normally when they're walking out to the practice, they're not signing autographs. But uh, no, nah, I mean, it's cool to see him walk out. The boys thought it was cool. And then you um, didn't stay in scout practice. To give no, us some gotta, updates on how things looked. You got to buy tickets to that. We had practice last night, so that wasn't gonna happen. I don't think huh. you have to buy. I don't think you have to buy tickets to. You don't? It's, no, it's open. I've always gotten tickets from season ticket holders. So the only one, the only one you have to, the only one you had to pay for was the one that they did inside Paul Brown Stadium. Okay, do, well, I think you do have to get tickets, even the ones outside. But you just walk up to the window and ask for tickets to, because they can only have so many people at those practices. I told the boys we'd go back down there uh, another time, maybe next year to watch uh, practice. School yeah. starts tomorrow, so. Start saving up for parking. Dad's not paying again. You're right. They need to go pick up sticks in the backyard so we pay for parking. Actually, funny story. I paid five dollars for parking, and then when I was standing there in line, the dude changed the amount. Like he changed the amount to twelve dollars. What did you end up paying? Five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah. I think I should go back and check my statement. 
But I mean, we saw Mike Brown come out, saw Dan Horde. Um, again, Joe Burrow, Evan McPherson, all the guys came out. They were all seemed pretty cool. All the guys, all the guys. One lady was holding up a sign that said, um, "Who day was my first word? Please sign my jersey. I'm going to college tomorrow." Um, but I think somebody should have told her that "Who day" is two words, um, and her sign was also upside down. Did you go tell her? Oh, I saw it happen. I'm not here correcting people. You brought your A game tonight, brother. Like, I don't, I don't know. Why so you let now? this poor you didn't girl take your medicine this morning. I didn't. You let this poor girl who was like, "This is going to be it. I'm going to get an autograph." Because she had a. She today had a was my first her. word. She had a dude with her. I don't know if it was her brother, a boyfriend. I don't know who she was, but that ain't my responsibility. That's her. That's his responsibility. I mean, as a decent human. I'm not trying to get been, me too over here. You could have been like, yo, signs upside down. And she we did like, yell it eventually. We did say, hey, your signs upside down. She didn't hear us. So she'd have been like, thanks, Big Ed. And you could have said, she know my name. watch our show Tuesday nights. We're going to be talking about you. No, Dan Hort said hi to me, though. Did he say hi like... You're like, friend of the show, Dan, hi. No, he was actually... You guys saw the video uh, I sent to you guys where Dan was like following the receivers out. As soon as the receivers cross the street, you know, everybody's cheering for this, the players. So I was like, I'm going to cheer for Dan. I was like, let's go, Dan. All right, Dan. He's like, um, you're supposed to cheer for the players. I'm like, nah, man, you the man. I said, thank you. I appreciate that. You are truly one of a kind. That was even the conversation with Dan Horde. Not, hey, you. We, we've actually talked before. At, you know, I thought at, about at throwing that out there. Did you freeze up on that part, Ed? Actually, uh, my cousin said, who's that? I said, well, that's Dan Horde. He's been on the show. Actually, she said, who is that? Do you know him? I was like, yeah, he's he been wearing, on the show before. Was he wearing a hat? I can't remember. I can't remember. People are cheering for the guy who put the hat on. I don't know. It's like, yeah, this guy with a hat on. Yeah, guy with a hat. He just stood up. I don't know why they're cheering for him. People thought it was weird, but it's fine. Fair enough. When the shoe fits. Or the hat, some might what, say. What did you guys think of the uh, the preseason game on Friday night, though? Oh, look at you with the transition. transition. I like it. I like it. How about that? Um, listen, for living out of market, I think it's a crazy thing that we didn't have the game here in Athens with Joe Burrow being, oh, I don't know, the prodigal son of Athens. Like That said, I did have to buy NFL Plus to watch the game for $30. Is that the, is that the iPhone or like the Verizon or whatever? The well, it phone, used to be, the, used to be the like, Verizon thing. But it but it's a phone app now, right? Like, Correct. like you can only watch games on like the preseason, the pre-season games. Season. You can watch on like a TV, but then mm-hmm. like when games come during the season, you have, and that's only I think for another year. That's while. only if you got the NFL Plus Premium. Could you watch the regular season? I think I do have audio though for the entire season on my phone. Okay. Huh. Whatever. That'd be nice if you can pick like the radio broadcast. Correct. I, I think that's the case. That'd be awesome. So 30 bucks, not crazy for that, especially if I'm doing any type of traveling, I can listen as long as I have a signal. 
And if I understand correctly, I think um, who, who is it that has like NFL ticket, Directv or something? Directv still, and I think, I think this they is the have last it for, year. This is the last year. Yeah. So obviously, I think we, we've talked about this before uh, with like the Big Twelve. You know, any of those, like any of the the, the P five conferences, really any conference having their own streaming stuff. It's very clear, I think, and I know that uh, you know the NFL's kind of made it a priority to get their streaming things in order. Um, and it would seem like this is a good test run to do it. Like, Hey, let's let everybody, you know, have their iPads or their iPhones or their whatever Android device. I don't even know what their, however many of those are, um, you know, make sure that it all works and functions properly for the year. And then next year, you know, you can roll it out where you can cast it to your TV or you can use a, you know, a Roku or Apple. I, TV I hope it. Apple gets the Google exclusive Chromecast. Rights. Apple should get the exclusive rights. No, no. Then I got to split the cost of Apple TV with my son. Just leaning into the joke now. No, because <laughs> how am I gonna, he's going to want to watch all what is that? shows. $5, there. $6, $10 a month. I mean, I, I thought you were already going in on an Apple TV with your son, considering that's where the MLS is going to be Yeah, in its entirety. You know, all I've right. enjoyed Apple TV's like broadcasts of, of things. I, like I did enjoy that like, Reds broadcast. That was that was good. It was clean. The lines were clean. Yeah, and it's a little different. Like you get a little different perspective from the uh, the announcers they use, and then there's all kinds of stats all over the screen and neat probabilities and whatnot. I, don't know. I think they do a good job. So back to the game. There was a preseason game. The Bengals lost, and the Falcons made sure in an odd flex that they knew. Like the the Bengals knew that they lost as they moved the Bengals down on the power rankings for that was very weird reasons unbeknownst was, to me. It was, it was Arizona. Touche, <laughs> not the Falcons. You went. I was well, I was switching back and forth between the Falcons yeah. game because Des. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yes, you are correct. It was Arizona, but still a weird move on Arizona's part. To, it was strange. It's a preseason game. Like all of the starters set. Like it was equally weird to see some national talking heads trying to bring up is the Bengals offensive line in trouble this year? Like after one preseason game where all of the starters sat, including I mean, Jesse because, Bates, who was up in a suite. Just because a couple and you already heard my thoughts on that. Go ahead. See you later, buddy. I like I, I liked Axel. I mean, I, I thought he Yeah, such a weird flex. What a strange um, thing. And I, uh, they blacked out the L. Also, I mean, only one of those teams at the top two went to their proverbial championship um, or playoffs for that matter. So I'm not sure that Ohio State should be number one. I think the Bengals are are number one until otherwise noted. Bengals, University of Cincinnati, and Miami, Ohio, shouldn't it? No, uh, Ohio State probably number three. Uh, Ohio State should probably be down behind the zips. They were number five in the college football playoff ranking. I did think it's hilarious that they just like – rocketed the Browns straight to the bottom well, behind I mean, the zips. Yeah. They're a shit bag organization. See those videos coming out. Yeah. Uh, we know we can, we can, we're not talking about that again. Yeah. Moving on. I, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Were you, I, I was obviously, uh, what, like the only, the only true starter that, uh, or returning starter that was out there that we, we saw a little Huber, the Huber uh, Drew Chrisman punt uh, competition action going on, and then uh, it appears that Evan McPherson's leg has just gotten stronger. Um, 
Like fifty six and fifty eight. And it was and and they it wasn't it, it, even plenty. close to missing. They had plenty of distance left on him. You Dude, know, he's, he's he said a monster. Last, he said last year on um on a McAfee show that his brother, his younger brother, kicks better than he does. Yeah, I Alex think yeah, in uh, Alabama. I think yeah, I think I think we talked about that last year that his brother, his youngest brother, is breaking all of his records. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did say that last year. Yeah. Like, which is wild. And I think his older brother was a kicker too. It was pretty good, at least at high school well. level. I don't know where he went college wise or whatever, but uh, I forget. I looked it up way back when. But um, well, and you said that you know, that Huber and McPherson were the only starters that played. Not so fast, my friend. Uh, did I miss some some people? Well, Cordell Volson put himself oh into the starting lineup. Okay. I see where you're going with that. Because I mean, there were there were a couple Super Bowl starters on the offensive line. Jackson Carmen embarrassed himself at left guard. Dude. I, I believe he got the worst grade by PFF in all of the offensive linemen in the preseason week one. The I mean, worst. And now he's injured. So is he really injured or is he just really bad? That ego's injured. Are you saying he's embarrassed? I mean, I don't know. It's you're going against you're going against like you know third stringers, maybe a couple second string guys. I obviously I don't know like the depth chart of Arizona, especially Roger Lions. Sanders. Like, it, and they did they move they moved him to like linebacker, and then kind of play, he's playing on that that edge rush as like an outside like linebacker. A hybrid, yeah, like kind of a hybrid role there. Um, also, another former Bearcat on that team in uh, Wiggins. Safety. He, he he wasn't. Was he playing? It was in what? the second half. Uh, yeah, I, I, I totally missed that. He got, he got injured last season and got he got cut, and then they brought him back, and then he got injured. Um, and James Wiggins is is back with them um, after sitting out the injury. Um, but he's back with them for a second season. But yeah, um, very cool to see Cordell Volson launch himself into the. He's been practicing with the starters since the game. Yeah, I mean he did he did very well, and there was a lot of talk about you know how well he did. Um, and somebody, yeah. I forget who it was. It might have maybe it was maybe it was Aaron or. Could have been when Dave Simone was on one time. I had somebody never said was, his somebody name. Was, somebody was very very high on him. I believe that was Dave. It was yeah, probably it was Dave because he's smart I with mean, that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It it'll be it'll be interesting to see how things kind of shake out. Um, you, know, you had Joe Burrow coming back uh, to practice this week. Uh, by all the videos I saw, it doesn't look like he uh, really missed a beat. Um, I know Zach said he, I think he said he doesn't anticipate um, any changes to the way that they operate for game two of the preseason. He was supposed to be Um, on limited time in his first day back, and he went much longer than anticipated. That's because he counted his limited time as the days he was rolling around handing out water (laughs) from the the golf cart and the little, like, his little mobility scooter or whatever he was on. So, but... uh, yeah, I think they said that there's not going to be any any like big changes as far as personnel wise 
uh, for the second preseason game. Um, and then likely we'll probably likely see, you know, maybe a couple series out of them in the third preseason game. And so I wanted to ask you guys about that kind of schematic, I guess, because this is kind of a new generation of NFL as there's only three preseason games compared to the four that we largely grew up watching. Um, I think that there may have even been six when we were like young, young. Like it was, I, I, no, I, don't, I, don't I don't recall the number back then. But. Um, but but yeah, four four. I don't miss four preseason games. I I don't like three. I think that we should have just gone to eighteen games regular season. Got rid of another preseason game if you wanted to cut things back. Um, it might end up there, but I think that that's the end game at this point. Um, but I, how do you feel about the starters literally not playing at all and only going to practice like the camp? And even then, they're not tackling. I used to feel real strongly about it. Like, I used to feel like, you know, they need to go out there and like get hits in and, um, you know, just kind of like get that stamina built back up. But anymore, these guys are just training all year long. So, I mean, anymore, they're, they're ready to go football. You know what I mean? They're ready to go full pads right away. So I really don't I well, care if we put the starters in anymore. I, let's, let's, let's watch the guys who are trying to, you know, trying to make the team play. Let's see the, the younger guys come up, you know, I'm okay I'd, with that. I'd just be worried about injuries because exactly, a, that too. you don't know how to take a hit when you're not taking hits from college to, I mean, especially for the young guys. Well, let's look at Zach Wilson, for example. I mean, everybody thought he tore his, his Achilles in that play. Luckily it was just a, what they say, a bone bruise, but his meniscus. They thought it was ACL, not Achilles. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, so he did actually tear his meniscus. That's what I, that, that's what I thought I read, but they said it's like, Four weeks or something. Okay. But still, I mean, but still, like, it could have been, at, yeah. Yeah. They're going to four weeks without, you know, and no, with, now, with now, Joe Flacco. Four, now, now four weeks of no, you know, your guy, um, you know, whatever. But can that I happen see. in the first, but that, that could happen in the first, you know, the first week of the season, too. It's absolutely true. But I, like I said, and I think that that's part of not being able to take a hit. Because you you haven't taken one since maybe January if you played that long, December. You know, like how long has it been? I mean, Eight obviously, That's uh, a obviously, long ass time. Obviously, our boys, they, you know, they, they were playing all. The, they, they played all the way to the end. That's <laughs> uh, still December or January. That's like eight eight months, nine months without taking a hit. Like that's a long ass time. Yeah. Or to be I the mean, guy delivering but, a tackle, but the, like yeah. I mean, at least like probably the, the skill guys, like outside of the quarterback, are are taking hits and hitting each other, and uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like, like I said, I feel like they're still training year round. Like I feel like they're still. Zach, I mean, it I may not be as. I don't believe Zach Taylor allows tackling in practices. I think back to any of the clips that you've seen thus far from preseason. I can't recall a receiver and. I think a lot of the stuff I've seen has been sidelines or touchdowns, but I I am pretty sure that he doesn't actually allow tackling. In They've got to do some tackling drills, right? I would think. Maybe on dummies. Yeah, go find something. 
Also, well, we also you know, lost uh, if, Wyatt Hubert this week. If Ed would have gone actually into practice, we would have uh, had a definitive <laughs> answer. He could have been like, yeah, guys, I was in there. I saw him. They were tackling. Uh, Flew my drone over top of it. Uh, you already got you. You're already on a watch list for that, Ed. I'm already on a watch list, so way to go. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm excited. Obviously, there's going to be another preseason game to watch, and then you know the the final one where we'll maybe get to see a little uh little bit of the starters and go from there. And I'm just ready for the season to start. Like I'm ready for everything to matter. Obviously, uh, you know. We've got the Bearcats coming up, and that's a big game right off the rip. Uh, so I've watched about six videos just real quickly on Twitter, and not a single one of them I've seen a tackle. They all just they all just release right before. Two and a half weeks, Jeff. Two and a half weeks till Arkansas. And that's a you know, there's actually a couple like decent top twenty five matchups going on in that first weekend. Are we ready to move off the Bengals and, and get into the Bearcats then? Um, oh. I actually, hold on. I, I do have like a couple things I want to pose about the Bengals. Well, I I wanted to point out that Kendrick Pryor was really good. He was yep. the one who made that one-handed grab. At the end. He caught, he caught the pass from uh, Drew Plitt. Plitt from Loveland. Yeah. Um, that was a did, nice ball. He caught a, a, a great touchdown. I didn't read anywhere that Plitt's been cut yet. Um, truthfully with Brandon Allen being out with a concussion, um, I, I wouldn't be terribly upset to see Plitt hang on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset to see him start the next preseason game. I thought the kid looked over who was the other kid Browning. Yeah. That, I didn't see anything from Browning that I was impressed with. That was anything, anything special. He's not playing that, with the heart of the city. I mean, here <laughs> I did see some. Some idiot make a comment on Twitter Shocker. that said, <laughs> right, exactly, that there's a lot of intelligence going around that freaking app. Um, Twitter cesspool. And I wish I would have saved it, but he said that the, uh, it was like they, somebody tweeted out the clip of Drew Plitt's touchdown there at the end of the game. And it said uh, that it, that was evidence that Burrow is uh, nothing more than a system quarterback. And Aaron's muted, and I know he's got to be punching a wall. If that were if that were true, if that were true, what happened to the Bengals when Joe Burrow went out? Like when he went down. System quarterback. System quarterback, Aaron. <laughs> I, I I don't like those takes. I don't like those takes at all. Like, Garbage. I heard somebody I heard somebody say that uh, Joe Burrow is when he had his appendectomy. Um, I heard that somebody said, "Is that is that the word? Is that what I'm looking for?" Thank you. You you can at least give me props for it, right? So close. It I heard is, somebody call him right an injury prone quarterback. Yeah, because, because of why appendicitis is because he had appendicitis. Prone. He was an injury prone quarterback. What's that procedure called? An appendectomy. So close. Oh, Appen- what is it? 
<laughs> Appendect Appendectomy. Appendectomy. Like Look, you're living up there, you're living up there in the country. Now eventually you're gonna start talking the way I do. Never. Ever. Look at our friend Christina. She went to uh whatever that college was, Rio Grande for one month. She came back with an accent like this, y'all. I seen it. I seen it happen. <laughs> the first time that that our intro music stops and Aaron goes, Welcome back, y'all. <laughs> I'm done. Flip it off. I, I, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, remove me. <laughs> send oh, send me back. Aaron just gets deleted out of the thing. Just like, like I'm the new host. <laughs> I'm the captain of the ship now. Good lord. Um, anybody right. else stand out to you though before we move off the Bengals? No, what I was gonna say is uh one, do uh would uh do any kind of records count like distance wise on uh field goals? Because if they do, I would be totally down for them to set uh, McPherson up, you know, for like a. a no, they don't count in the preseason. It wouldn't. It wouldn't count. Records. Don't I mean, it's count. the same distance. But I guess you'd know in your heart. Yeah. I would just um, like to see an exhibition of it. Which, by the way, did you see Punt God? Like eighty-two yards or 82 something. Eighty-two yards. Yeah. Net 62. Net, it, net 67, isn't it? Because it goes 25. I thought I thought punt returns. Well then you, it would be then it would be net 57. Yes. You're right. McAfee today said it was net 62, but he could just be going off old math. Well I don't know. Uh, yeah. Regardless, an 82 yard punt is just you got, a, if you, look, if you're doing 82 yards, you got to figure out how to coffin corner it. We've all had to do that stupid challenge on Madden. You got to figure sure. out how to coffin corner it. I mean, but still, if your team is pinned that far back and you can be like, like if you're that far back that you're punting at 82 yards and it goes out the end zone from the like, 18 yard line, and you're going to flip the, you're, you're essentially, you know, you're going to give them the ball. In the, I would I would take that every time. I I w- I was one of the people who every time I did a mock draft, he was on my team. I I also wanted to. There was a lot of people that had like a lot of hate for that. They're like you don't need you don't need that kind of you know that kind of leg. And why? It automatically uh, at least you know if you're if you're down in the end zone and you just puts his monster leg into it, flips I mean, the field around. I, Ed, Ed, you can you can look it up for me, but Kevin Huber, what was his like average last season? Because I think it was in the forties. And when you're averaging somewhere 45, 47, and instead you're blasting it somewhere in the realm of 60, 70, 80 in the case of the preseason game. And of course, there was probably adrenaline being his first game and all that. So maybe you have a little extra on that one than you would because you're trying to pin them back, but not give them the extra 20 back into the field. But yeah. 40, 46, 46.4. I got 45.3. Either way, uh, right about what that's I his said. Career, that's his career average. Oh, you're correct. So, so you tack on another 15 every single time he kicks and we're at 60. His tack- long was 61. 
tack mm-hmm. on another 25. The year before that, his longest was 72. Every now and then, you're, you're blasting it 70 yards. You cannot tell me that that's not a fantastic weapon to have, especially if you can channel it and get him to not just kick for distance, but also kick for, hey, we're in a situation where we only need a 48, 50-yard kick. So. His his net average was forty one, which has actually been, yeah his 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 season or his career net average is forty point four. Huber, yes. Yep. So yeah, I mean that's that's half <laughs> half of an eighty two yard kick. Sheesh. Wow. Even if you go with what do you say sixty sixty two net. Even if you're going with 62 net, uh, his, uh, that was his long. Oh, you mean with with punt with, god. with punt god? Was it? I think Matt Ariza. Matt Ariza. Um, yeah, I mean, even going with just the net, that's more than Kevin Huber's longest. Yeah, I wonder what like the. I mean, this is something that could be looked up there, but like. His net average is pretty close to his like average punt, so I guess at least he's not giving up big returns. Yeah, doesn't sound like it. Maybe I mean, maybe there's something how, to be said for I that. But... I mean, is that I guess you know hang time? I mean, I assume to punt the ball eighty-two yards, you have to have ridiculous hang time too. So you're not you're not hitting like right. A, a, a missile that's coming down to the ground, like it's just uh, a, a piss missile right at the, right, right at the point, like hitting people in the face, <laughs> knocking them out. Well, I felt bad for the returner because he's like scrambling, trying to get back to it. Like he was, he did not understand the assignment. Well, that and that's the other thing. Like you got a dude that's gonna like, if you have a guy that can hit it that far, how much it, more field do you have to be able to cover as a returner? Right. Now I guess also that that also if goes you're all to that like, if you're all that far way back though and like your gunner has to go back that far and like but if you have to retreat every time because you're like I don't know if this is the time he's about to like unload one that's just gonna stop like come down and stops so like I got to get back and try and return it like how many times are they gonna be receiving the ball over their shoulder on a punt <laughs> like absolutely bananas be interesting to see how how it ends up playing out like throughout the season for sure. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole game. I was making dinner and, and what have you and watching the baby and all of that. Um so I didn't get to see and, and zone in on Joseph Osai who's making his comeback. Um any I didn't I didn't I, I didn't actually pay much attention if I'm and I'm sad to say that, but I did see a lot of plays from I, I was doing I think I I think we have football practice or something, maybe. I think I have a football practice, but um, I got to see some highlights and things. But, like, Dax Hill, kid's got a nose for the ball. He looked a lot bigger. I don't, know, is that, I don't know if I was talking to you about that, Aaron, or not, but he looked a lot bigger than I, for whatever reason, thought he was. Um, I, was, I, was very, I was very impressed with... Uh, with him, with Dax Hill, and I said as much in the in the text group. You know, enough that you're, you're totally obviously good. It's, obviously, it's silly to say like, you know, send a guy like Jesse Bates packing, but I think you, he. You're I comfortable. Think he, I think he looks like he 
will, you know, fit the role just fine. If that were the case. Sure. Um, I don't know. There's obviously a lot more preseason to come as there are two more games. Still, there are some position battles clearly as we've seen on the offensive line. What? Uh, even, even a, a battle at punter. Um, I mean, there's <laughs> a, punt, a punt battle, <laughs> the rare punt battle. Right. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, there has been nothing that I have seen or heard out of Bengals camp that has me uh, remotely pessimistic about a fall off from last season. Oh, uh, I'm re- I'm just I'm really excited for that third the third one. Obviously, just to see like there's one or two drives, expect, you know, a couple a couple series with like the the real the real dudes in. Uh, you know, let them get out there and run some stuff, see what it's like, see what, see what that offensive, that all those new offensive linemen, see what we got there. It's got to look better than Deshaun Watson looked. Um, yeah. So we'll just see. Well, I mean, obviously it's a a wait and see thing, but it was, it was a strange feeling that I had watching like the little bits of it that I could see just because I wasn't looking and being like, God, man, like, we're losing a preseason game. Like everybody looks awful. It was more like, let me, let me look at like what Dax Hill's doing. Okay. Like, uh, you know, I like that or, you know, Volson. Yeah. I like what I'm seeing there. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was more of this kind of showcase for individual people to be like, Oh yeah. And then, you know, obviously Allen gets down with a concussion um, and then get that Browning kid in. You're like, Oh, I mean, he just nothing special there. Uh, and then, Drew Plitt comes in. You're like, okay, like I like that pass you just drilled there at the end of the game, and the the excitement, then rushing down and being like, uh, give me this football because the nature of the nature of the NFL and a fourth string quarterback is you might not ever get to see the field again, or you could explode and become you know some great player. Who knows? But thought it was all kind of cool, and uh, we'll see where the next couple weeks go and get excited and break some of that down. I can't wait. I'm I'm very excited about this NFL season. I still I, I've had Madden now for twenty two plus hours. Haven't got my hands on it yet. Um busy running around with kids going back to school tomorrow and a one month old and trying to do timestamps for archive videos on uh on bearcat journal but um there are a smattering of bearcats around the nfl as nfl week one is behind us now some of those bearcats looked really good in the nfl i've seen a lot of i've seen a lot of positive things out there being tweeted looking at you jerome ford with your 41 yard rush 57 total yards and a touchdown. Are you talking? Is it good for him? Are you on mute? No. He just kind of moved his lips and nothing came out. Bunch of gibberish. I forgot about Dre. Huh. I just saw the best NIL deal commercial. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. That's a good one. Oh, you've seen it too. Okay. All oh, right. yeah. I got tagged in it, actually. 
Um, but Jerome Ford had a big game. I don't know why Ed has no love for Jerome Ford. Is it because he's a Brown? Like, I never said that he had no love for. That's a good for him. That's a good thing. Good for him. Way to go out there and ball. You you did not seem like it was. Oh no, I'm sorry. If good for him. Off. What? Now you're just trying to put shit in my mouth. Well, nothing came out of your mouth. Just trying to figure out where you stand on this. No, that's great. I love it when Bearcats come out there and, and ball out. Your voice got higher. Are you upset because you don't have this blue slushy? Following up the apple juice with a beer. As only Ed can. I only had Hold one on, box Ed. of apple juice in there. And you stole it from your kid. Not 100% true. They went half seats on it. You admitted that you put it in the fridge for your kid for lunch. And then you were like, oh, I'm going to take it. I'll put another one in there tonight before I go to bed. Alec, Alec Pierce, 27 yards with the Colts. and his. Dude, he's been getting so much love up there. He has. I think the Colts love him. I'm surprised he didn't have a bigger game. Like, people weren't high on him post-game. They were high on him through camp thus yeah. far. But they were not high on him. Uh, post post game there. Really, uh, I mean, did he? Just, uh, obviously, I didn't watch the game, and I just what I've seen on Twitter. Was. was it just like you? There wasn't a lot of like chatter about him, or they were like down on him. Um, I, maybe there were some drops or something. I'm not sure. Um, huh. but Desmond Ritter had a hell of a finish to the Atlanta Falcons game as he capped it off with a game-winning drive because all Desmond Ritter does is win. Yes. Plain and simple. Um, You also saw Brian Cook on special teams as – I'm not sure if it was a gunner or – on. I believe it was punt return – just trying to knock someone's head off as Brian Cook does. No one should be surprised. Nobody, nobody from from here should be surprised. Kobe Bryant has been earning some looks with the first team on defense in Seattle. I'm sorry. Um, also, Desmond Ritter was getting a lot of love from Dax Prescott, or no, not Dax Prescott. Um, well, it's Dak. Dak, with whatever. A, with, with a the guy who used to play for um, for the Cowboys. I can't get his name right now. The wide receiver. You guys know who I'm talking about? Can you help me out here? Can't help me out here, Bryant. It is. It is. Uh, Des Bryant. Des Bryant. Des Bryant. Thank you. Des Bryant giving Des Ritter some love. A lot of love. Easy name to remember when talking about Des. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Uh, Joel DeBlanco got signed by Seattle about a week ago after getting released by the New Orleans Saints at linebacker, led all of the Seattle Seahawks in tackles in his first game a week after coming off the street for them. Um, I did look up Michael Young, uh, who did not seem to have any stats with the Colts, unfortunately. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on there or if he's – Going to, I don't know if he's going to make the team there or, or practice squad or anything, um, but you also hope to see that if they're not going to get a chance with that team, that they get released early enough to try and land somewhere where they might um, 
Kobe Bryant, though, as I was saying, uh, he he has been getting run with the starters out in Seattle. Um, he did get picked on a little bit as is it George Pickens? Is that his name? What's what's Pickens' first name? And uh, I don't know, but I know he, Carl. He's a Steeler. It's not Carl. I think it is George. I think it's George um, from uh, Georgia. But he had a hell of a catch. It is. Against Kobe, um, where literally Kobe could not have played it any better in the replay I saw. Um, But Kobe's still getting a lot of love in Seattle. Uh, They talk about him being one of the smartest players that they've ever been around. And you definitely love to see that. Sauce continues to get heaped praise upon. Uh, Speaking of Sauce and the name Carl, uh, what are your thoughts on Carl Lawson saying, like, uh, we we need the, you know, is that just some, I guess that's probably just some some friendly. uh, We're not going to call him Sauce until he's earned it. He's a mod to us. Um, Here's the thing, Carl. We've all seen that. We've all seen that interview as well, Carl. Fickle did it before anybody. Like that was Fickle's thing. He did not call him Sauce until he was drafted. Um, he saw part of my take too. No, I, I saw. No, I'm saying Carl saw part of my take as well. Is that Maybe what, is that what Fick said on part of my take? Yep. I don't know. I I feel like. He also said it at the actual NFL draft. Like in the post game, I'm pretty sure he said that in his uh, interview that Go Bearcats football. Did he? I don't remember that. I remember said, him saying it to us, yeah. but yeah. Um, I just don't think that uh, Carl, Pickens? what's his, is it Pickens? Carl Lawson? Thank you. Carl George Lawson. Pickens. Why do you keep saying Carl Pickens? Good God. Carl Lawson. I'm all confused now. Yeah, shocker. Uh, Carl Lawson. <laughs> Carl Lawson has, it does not have the, the same amount of clout or je ne sais quoi that Luke Fickle has to be declaring we're not calling him sauce until he earns it. Uh, hey, Carl. Maybe no one should call you anything. Maybe no one should call you a jet until you earn it because I don't think you've actually played a game. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Injured. Aaron has a little, Aaron has a little animosity towards that guy. It's just dumb. Like it's already been done. Like, Oh, we're not going to call him sauce. Okay. What's he have to do to earn it to you play a game? Cause then he's better than you. More games as a jet. Wow. Or or same amount of games as a jet as you play your first games together. Just stupid. Have you That's been how I feel. Ground? Have you, you been you, you, did this you brought out grumpy Aaron. Aaron was here last week, wasn't he? He was there on I, Tuesday? I, I made it to a day last week, yes. See anything you care to talk about? Any food updates? Um, we had lasagna, chicken tenders, macaroni and cheese. They did have the Bearcat bars. I, I, I didn't eat one. Um, it's a Bearcat bar. You'll have to get Chad's description on a Bearcat okay. bar. Um, 
but they they did have bearcat bars that day. Uh, my what is the part- only word that is so fragile that it breaks when you say it? Silence. Continue, Aaron. Dang, I thought you were gonna say Tyler Eifert. Um, it was like, it was a, it was a Twitter. It was video a TikTok, that, yeah. That you see did they were asking the players when they came off the field, what's the word that you say that breaks it? I haven't seen that one yet. Answer um, silence. Evan Prater thought he had it twice. Yeah, he did. He did. I did like watching the guy in the ghillie suit though. The ghillie suit, huh? Those videos have not come out yet. Well, yeah. The guy in the ghillie suit was running after people today. I was already I watched it on Twitter. Oh, I missed it. Yep. I didn't see it personally, I just saw it on Twitter. Um but yeah, I mean the uh my favorite part about being at Camp Higher Ground is the Gatorade on tap. It's the absolute best, best Gatorade I've ever had in my entire life. Bar none. Any of the scissor lists smoking this year? <laughs> it was daytime, so no. No, nothing was on fire. <laughs> nothing was on fire. Were you were you overly impressed with anybody that isn't a a big name uh, out there? That uh, Stephen, I don't, I'm not sure if it was uh, a guy or not. It was a full ghillie suit. Um, maybe it was the shark, uh, old Sharky out there in in the ghillie suit. I couldn't tell, so I, I was not there when they recorded it. I'm not sure. Again, I'm sure Chad will uh, have the answer for that um, tomorrow on the uh, the BCJ pod. But what were you asking, Jeff? I'm sorry. Was there anybody at, uh, up that you saw that is not like a maybe is not a, a big name or a, a name that people know that you were like, huh? Maybe put him on my radar. Um, based on play or based on physicality, like just how they look physically. Just anything. I mean, like somebody that was out there that you might even even maybe somebody that doesn't look like they. I don't know. At this point, all the recruits that they bring in look like they, you know, play the part. But <laughs> well, and I was going to say like Chad and I talk about shit like this at length on the nightcap on the BVP and all of that. Um, but guys who look like they're going to be dudes, um, maybe not today. I'm on record saying that JQ Hardaway is going to be a starter by week four. Um, I still stand by that. I think he's too good to keep him off the field. Uh, Jaquan Shepard has been uh, putting up a fight, trying to keep his position uh, as a jockey for that starting position there at corner. Um, Nick Mardner, again, uh, another guy who he's been on preseason watch lists um, he is deservedly. So like you see him and he's a guy who doesn't look like he's moving fast, but because he's six, six, his strides are bigger than everyone else's. Um, the fun thing is JQ Hardaway is usually right there with him in his six, three frame. So uh, that's been a fun matchup to watch. Um, Juwan Briggs somehow got bigger. Uh, that's a name that people are definitely familiar with. Um, Quincy Burroughs is a guy that he's a receiver and he's going to be, you will know that name. He will be anyone who's a Cincinnati fan will know his name. Maybe not this season, but certainly before he is done here at, in Cincinnati. Um, I'm trying to think who else 
really just kind of popped. And Quincy did make some plays that day. Um, Shaman Mateer, once Josh Wiley and Lenny Taylor are, are no longer at Cincinnati after this season, Shaman Mateer is going to keep that tight end room in good hands because he's, again, just another dude who's a dog. I mean, you can, that, that, I think that's the most fun thing about this roster right now is there's a lot of guys because, because you have so many holes currently that have been vacated by players who are no longer here. You have a giant opportunity for a lot of guys to make a name for themselves. And whether it's this season or next season, um, I think you're going to see some of these guys emerging as there's going to be some battles that while you end up with a starter, maybe not outside of quarterback, when you're looking at halfback, when you're looking at Chad got mad at me when I said halfback running back. Um, But when you're looking at corner, when you're looking at safety, when you're looking at offensive line, defensive line, there's a lot of places where you could have rotation and um, hockey style. I mean, I'm not sending out the entire line, no. Um, But I just, I think that you're going to see some of these battles are too close to be like, no, you you are the full-time guy, 100% of the snaps, always the end. I also think you're going to see some different looks on both offense and defense that given the personnel that they have right now, you weren't able to throw out there. Why would you have taken one of your receivers off the field last year to add another tight end? Whereas this, this season, you might see some formations that have two and three tight ends. On defense, you have linebacker. Luke's on record saying you have five of the best 11 guys at linebacker. And when you traditionally only have three guys at linebacker on the field at a time, you have to find ways to get some of those guys on the field. So I think you're going to see some different formations than we're accustomed to seeing. And, And it's simply because Cincinnati has continued to stack year after year after year after year of the best recruiting class that this school has ever seen. Also, it seems that they don't miss on transfers. Noah Potter is going to be a dude. I mean, 6'5", 250. Dog. <laughs> he's he's going to be a dude. Um, what about Ryan Coe? I, Dog. He's he's got a big leg and he's going to be he's going to be good. He's got he's gotten a little bit of accuracy issues. Um, I, Chad's mentioned that he had a, a kick that was blocked um, and seemed to get into his own head about it. Um, Ivan Pace, Deshaun's brother from Coleraine, uh, just dog. Another guy that flies to the ball is going to be a, a menace on defense and has been mentioned isn't as he on a, as I say, isn't he on a preseason, preseason watch, list? watch list for the butt kiss for the, uh, I mean, I want to say, it you was, say that, it was, can you say that again? No. Uh, but it was best best linebacker and, and potentially defensive player of the year. I mean, he was, he's the reigning MAC player of the year. So let me ask you this. Or at least MAC defensive player of the year. All, all of the talent that it seems that they have in the pipeline, that they've gone out and, and, uh, and brought in from elsewhere, uh, meaning from other, you know, from some transfers and things. Um, does this see... The, seems to me that it's much more of a reload than a rebuild. And if you hear any of the guys talking in like the interviews after camp, that's pretty much the resonating thought process is that this is a reload year, not a rebuild year. And I think that that's why 
you see the quarterback battle where it's at. They're not like, I don't think you bring in a Ben Bryant. You don't bring him back if you're trying to rebuild. If you're trying to rebuild, it's Evan's show, period, the end. So then does it surprise you? That's probably a bad way to put it. Uh, In a bubble, would it surprise you to say that a team that was fourth in the, I don't know, we'll go with the AP poll uh, at the end of last year that is seemingly reloading with, you know, it's top tier talent would be the only team in the top 10 that falls outside the top 15 in the first poll of this year. I don't know why you're surprised by that. Cause that's that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, I let's, know let's, let's I, we go all back knew. to last season. Let's go back to last season and every opportunity, the coaches poll or the AP poll got to shit on Cincinnati. Like literally wipe their ass with the list that Cincinnati's name was on. I get it. They, but then, they, but they you took. see a team like you see a team like Clemson, they go from, they were, they ended, they ended last year at 14. They're number four to start well, the so year. You, right. You're trying to do it, man. You're trying to bring out Grumpy Aaron again. I'm already grumpy about it. I've Preseason been going, polls are bullshit. They're stupid. It's dumb. How do you... I, I just don't get how you take a team that, I mean, that did what UC did last year, right? Like, okay. Uh, I mean, essentially, you know, Alabama, Ohio State, like all the... Notre Dame. We beat Notre Dame last year. Correct. Pretty, pretty handily, as a matter of fact. It's the simple fact that they don't, and I know they always get they always get boosted up there. I get it. They don't and believe UC is in the AAC. They are in the AAC and they they don't bolster a recruiting class by the rankings that these other teams have. And maybe maybe we'll get proven wrong. Maybe Arkansas wipes the floor with us. Maybe, but, but maybe they don't. And if they don't. They've ranked Arkansas low enough to where they're, I mean, at least they're ranked, you know, they're ranked ahead of where UC is, well, right? And, By like four they spots. Were, they were always going to be because SEC and because you're not going to have a matchup like Arkansas and Cincinnati. If you are ESPN, you're making sure you're doing everything that you can to make sure that this is a matchup that is going to be. And you get Utah looking good on TV ratings. So you Utah, have to make sure Utah's it's a top a 25 team. Utah's a Pac-12 team, all right? And they're ranked seventh. And I know they were good last year, right? So they get the respect. I, you take the, the team that finished the number four in the in the poll and you you dump them to 23. They're, they're a power five. Call the Pac-12 what you will, but they're, here. they're top five. They're power, they're power five. Is Utah the only team left in the Pac-12? No, Oregon. Oregon's still there. You, know you what asked. You, you know asked. I give you an answer. Yeah, and they moved all the way up to eleven. They they're like, we cannot have uh, another you know outside. No, and the, the Pac-12 will always be overinflated, and they'll always get embarrassed because that's largely what well, happens until they until they dissolve until, and don't exist until, anymore. Until Oregon shits on Ohio State at Ohio State, and you know, like Wake Forest, Ole Miss, UK. How are these teams ahead of of UC? 
Uh, UK's. I mean, I know why. Uh, UK's a basketball school, not a football school. Right. Exactly. (laughs) What a shit show that was. Just and then like like the Clemson drives like the Clemson thing drives me nuts. Always. I just like. Especially these three right in front. Well, okay, again, like, like and Houston, I feel like Houston. Get, I mean, preseason polls really are right dumb. There shouldn't I know be. They are. There should not be any polls until week four, until you know what freshmen look like, until you know what the progression of juniors and seniors look like. It's like, too hard. It's too hard to. It's too hard to fix the, uh, you know, the the early loss to whoever if you don't have hard. a. Unless you have a ranking that's already you know, like high enough up that you can only you know drop them back a, a few spots for an early season loss, whereas Which, like don't I did get... see that there was like some AP people uh, that had put UC you know up as in the high top as eight. I, I think somebody yeah. somebody had them as high as eight. Yeah, there was some there was some, there was some respect being put on the name. Well, because I, at the end of the day, you can't. I don't think that you can say that Luke Fickle is recruiting these mid recruiting classes when mid launched nine dudes into the NFL one of which was not ranked at all as he goes out and gets a bunch of dogs a second round pick was had no stars when he was recruited to college i think I des know. des was two stars I would have been he, all right with like he a might be the Des Des had two stars and he might end up being the starter in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, it's just it's it, NFL I mean, NFL scouts. I mean so, they they well they believe in Luke Fickle because they've been at practices. There's been NFL scouts showing up. I don't know who they're looking at yet, but. Maybe they don't either, but they know that Luke's bringing some dudes in. Oh, dogs, if you will. Dog. So I don't. That's that's how I feel about that. Whether it's the AP, whether it's the coaches' poll, polls are stupid, and they shouldn't be a thing until there's been games played. Because you're putting, you're putting the final rankings in the hands of preseason rankings, really? Right? Like, no, we've, we've all, we've all complained and whined and stuff about it before. And we all have a much better view on it than these. Like, I mean, whatever. I don't even, now I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you mad? I, I feel like I've been it's the just... one talking too much. No, so. it's just, it's just, disrespectful and i've said it already like how do you okay like alabama fair ohio state as much as we like token pride and hate them fair uh georgia fair clemson name only notre dame probably fair clemson's Clemson's also got coach texas a&m Unranked at the end of last year, six this year. Like at least earn your way into it. They've been bringing some. They've been bringing some dudes. In. Bringing, okay, so they've been bringing in some dudes. So as you see, how, how where's where's Miami Miami Florida on on that list? 
16. I can't wait until Miami, Florida falls to some awful team that they shouldn't be losing to because that's USC unranked to 14. There's another Pac-12 team for you. Yeah. Pitt. Pitt. 17. Just lost a quarterback, by the way. Right. And he had tiny hands. Still does. Still does. I just, I don't know. I, it, obviously, like we've said, you can't look at this thing and, like, really get worked up over it or, like, have it affect you. In you any can. Way. I, I literally had a whole are, show where I'd lost my are, mind about it. We are, you know, we are where we are right now. Maybe there will be some respect when there's a, you know, it says Big 12 next to our name instead of American Athletic. I just think it's ridiculous that it, of, of the teams that finished in the top 10 last year, man, UC is the only one that falls out of the top 15 and they fall to 23. I'm so mad that I missed the joke that I've been planning all day long. 17 minutes ago, I was going to be like, and that's the show. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It go, it's a, and maybe you know, maybe these Drop people, the maybe maybe these AP folks are are smarter than we are, and that's where UC belongs at twenty three. No, they're they're the same. Like they're just writers. They're just writers. I just want Aaron Smith to get a vote in the AP. Saying, can you imagine? Isn't he a published writer? Lindy's. He is in in Lindy's right. Is that what it's called? Lindy's. How do we, how do we, this is like the how blue check mark. How, how do we, that? how do we get that in there for you? Well, considering they don't even publish names for people who write the articles. Here's, here's my spread. Two pages, Yay. two pages. But well, we can like, we can. And those are tiny words too, Aaron. I wrote a lot. Did you double space? So. You, you get a little bit more room when your team was a college football playoff oh and then the other thing that i've been seeing a lot on twitter is apparently like these arkansas fans are like beside themselves that they have to play uc they scheduled the game why are they so sad like somebody was there was some guy that posted like oh uc thinks they're gonna they're gonna come to fayetteville and turn it's a it tough into, venue. It's oh, a, I like, did see that. Oh, don't, don't get it twisted. It, it's no, a tough venue. Absolutely, it the is, whole suey thing. Like they're crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I saw agreed. that Chad responded. Uh, nobody, nobody, like, nobody ever said nobody that. Nobody said that. And nobody. I responded, but we could, right? I mean, the thing is, is like you know, the the showing that we had. Obviously, like I mean, we we had quite a few people that went to Indiana, right? That's close. We had quite a few people that went to Notre Dame. And that was not only took, took over out, the stadium. That was not only outrageously impressive, but it's also a neat stadium to go to. Like a neat, you know what I mean? Like nobody wants to go to Fayetteville. Get out of here. I want to go to Fayetteville. Hard. Our our dudes are gonna go there and hopefully take care of business in a resounding way. I really and, hope that we beat them, and I hope like, that it's yeah. I, I hope it's I hope not it's even close. 40, 42 to twenty. Like they're like, oh, we're gonna run all. Yeah, you know, they and they do have a good running game from like what I looked at from like last year, or whatever. They have but, a good quarterback as well. And they've got they've got. Uh, I saw kind of a, a stat they they were making fun of our uh, defensive linemen not being big. So we should we should find for next week. We should see if we can find an Arkansas 
podcast to bring somebody in to our to show. Come out, to come on and talk to yeah. us? Hey, yeah. I'm on it. There you go, Ed. You'll find a good one, Ed. But find, but, one, but, that, find one that we're not going to like have to like cut off find, at an hour or something. Find one like us. Yeah. <laughs> Just start listening to Arkansas uh, podcasts and uh, find, uh, find one like us. I bet one of them will come on and be like, welcome back, y'all. <laughs> no, they hit us with the suey. Hey, like a woo pig suey. Woo pig suey. What a weird thing. What a weird, weird thing. You know what? I can respect it. Look, it's like it's you, their thing. You it's got like, a thing. It's like stealing. Uh, pump it up. Why? 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 In God's name, Michigan took it, and then the Lions then the were Lions. playing it in the preseason game for the kickoffs. Oh, there, I, there he is. Hey, Chad. Where'd you come from? Uh, well, I just got done. Uh, I did a. Uh, I did got a his fancy minute. shirt on. I did a thirty-minute spot. I had to get my daughter had her first uh, volleyball, volleyball game tonight, so um, I did. A, I came home. I did a thirty-minute spot with uh, an Arkansas site uh, oh, talking hey. about the game, and then uh, I just did a nightcap with Justin Williams. Um, oh, so yeah. Aaron's been replaced. No, I I just couldn't wait until I got to be up. Like I got a long day tomorrow. A long day tomorrow. I understand. So I had to get the nightcap done. It's hard. It's hard. You see, you see how many time, You see how many timestamps I got done today? Why don't I you timestamp in this show? I, I finished the the BCJ pod. I got um like a couple a, a couple nightcaps from early in the month done. I got a couple interviews done. Man, I'm tired of your voice. <laughs> Me too, brother. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Do you, do you cleanse that by watching the gif of Chad dancing in front of the pool? I just hit my head into a wall a couple times. <laughs> I don't. How is that not me? I'm it, so confused. It, like, I, I have a question though. I, I shared that with you like a, a year ago, and you and nobody ever made a big deal out of this. All of a sudden, somebody else does, and and the hat is just blurry her. enough that it could be a it UC looks like hat. the BCJ hat. It does. Like, it looks, it looks like, like a BCJ. Got, hat. It looks like the BCJ hat. Uh, I've never worn a banana hammock, so I know, I know that that's not me. After watching that video, I simply don't believe you. Yep. I, I also, I'm, I also I'm threw up in my mouth a little bit. I think Chad went on a I, bender. Look, forgot that, about it, and that, now there's a gif of him out there that's, dancing. That's actually what happens when you go on the road on these AAU tournaments. <laughs> that's what happens. The in only undergarments I own are boxer briefs. He threw so, away in the trash after that video. Like, unless that is a picture of like some boxer briefs that are sometimes they do bunch up, yeah, bunched up. It's not. It, I don't. I don't believe it to be me. That Keith Williams, former Cincinnati basketball I player, Keith Williams, laughed so hard when I saw that. Was like, I'm like, look, man, I don't think it's me, but I can't be sure. Because more than anything, the facial mannerisms yeah. Yeah. were identical. Yeah. It was frightening. Like that's it, those like are it, my facial mannerisms. It's just blurry and like it is just blurry enough. That you're like, I that might be Chad. I I'm not I, even certain he's not wearing a UC hat at the very least. That's you have Jesus sandals like that? Well, no. Okay. No. But I, you know, I'm not certain that I'm not, I can't say with a hundred percent accuracy that that's not me because it, it might be. 
look, what happened when you went on that West Coast trip to to Cali? Th- maybe things got weird, especially in in yeah. Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. We get it until it we gets get put it. in a GIF. There's a lot of stuff legal out there that's not legal here. The internet so, lives on forever. You know, undefeated that Never internet. <laughs> the, the the old interwebs. Chad, is there anybody uh, that is? I just asked Aaron. Is there anybody uh, at the that you've seen at at the camp higher ground there that maybe isn't a a household name quite yet that that has the uh, the potential to become that that Aaron, you want to put on you, people's radar? Aaron, did you give your Aaron? Did you give your obvious answer? I gave like seven answers. Yeah, Except, but your number one was JQ, right? I mean, of course, I mentioned I mentioned JQ, but I don't know that I. I Quincy Burroughs, I, I still think, feel is going like to be a household name. Yeah, but I, Quincy Burroughs is probably a year away from I, like. I feel like JQ though so is, is a name is a name that's on the radar of a lot of like a lot of UC people. Like, is there was there somebody that's maybe not on the radar that has been like? No been... Uh, okay, I'll give you the name of the big. I'll give you the biggest splash performer of the past like four or five days. I know who this is. Biggest is probably the best way. To yeah, describe Dante him. Corleone, the Godfather, Corleone. So, so mm. it was believed that uh, Dominique Perry, who is a redshirt junior, I believe, the COVID thing messes me up so bad. Yeah, uh, that he was going to be the backup to Jawan Briggs at nose tackle. He had a really, really good spring, and he's had a very good summer and camp, but. Redshirt freshman Dante Corleone has been unmovable over the past, like, five days. And, like, you're talking – I'm talking to all these guys that are on the interior of the offensive line. Yeah. And they're like, we can't – we can't do anything with him. We can't physically get him off of his spot no matter what we try. Um, the biggest thing that Lucas talked about is they believe Jawan Briggs is an NFL nose tackle. He's certainly the size of one. But if you ask him to play 70, 80% of the snaps, he's not going to be as effective. You have to find a guy or two behind him that can take 35, 40% of those snaps to keep Briggs fresh. I think we're now at a point that we're finding that Corleone has been maybe the guy crazy impressive. I I think they're both going to be the guy, but I think Corleone has moved a nudge ahead of uh, Perry at this point. What are you guys chuckling at? What have I missed? You guys are chuckling about something. Hi, Kathy. Oh, did I miss it? You said Aaron's. Aaron's been, yeah, Aaron's been in a mood all week. Look, I, I told you there have been people in my DMs like, "Is Aaron okay?" She's she's one month old today. And she shit on me last night, and she did. She shit all over you last night, she and did. not like not like, in a fun way. No, um, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on something. Oh yeah, I'm good. This. So. Um, I'm looking for something to put right here. 
right here. It's so good. So uh, this week I started reaching out for, uh, I wanted a neon design, like a mm. neon sign. Here we go. Ed, you'll have to share it. I don't know if you can share it without your approval. Oh, to... I was just say I. You have to approve his share. There you go. Ooh. <laughs> Doesn't that look fire? So good. Cool, actually, I'm, I'm so excited about this thing. I've been showing it to everybody today. That's that's all neon. Like that's. I all wish neon that, that middle. I wish go. that middle claw was completed and not like. Not the beat. behind the yeah the, yeah the thing. I don't mind it. Like I, I don't I don't. It's not something that might that might be some OCD about. They can they that can click on that and that... right click and do bring to the front. No, but that that's probably they probably have to run the uh yeah. like the way that the neon yeah tubing runs. I'm not gonna lose my mind about that because that in itself I think is outstanding. I made this. Good for you, Ed. No, you that's think not it looks a... better than that neon B BCJ logo? No. <laughs> that's gas. I, I I was really I sent out a couple bids uh this weekend. Like, you know, I want this. Let's see who can, you know, send me back the most fire thing. That's the first one. I think I know a guy with a uh, what do they call those? Jeff, help me out here. Is it a CNC machine or a CNC? Yeah, that cuts metal, like laser cuts metal. I know. I think I know a guy who has one. You think What's you that? know a guy? Well, he used to. So he has a metal shop out here. Um, he builds hot rods and stuff. And I know he, I know he had one, <laughs> but I don't know if he still has it. Like I don't know if he he sold it. You want you want Chad to have a BCJ hot rod? No, but it would be cool, like a big metal one. If like if the if the awesome also way heavier gas looking. I mean, yeah. I have. All right, whatever. You have those Bengals. I mean, ones. If the, actually, if the I think I almost cut my if, hand when it, if the those metal, were on your couch. By the way, if the metal was behind sure. the the uh, the neon, so that it like diffused it or in front. Hi, Kathy. Love you. That would be cool. Kathy and I are tight. What's up, Kathy? Plasma cutting machine. Much love. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think the neon would like we're in a rental. I'm not supposed to be putting anything on the walls, which is why That's I don't fair. currently have at all. Uh he was weird about it. He was like, you can do like the small nails, but you can't do like screws and like wall mounts. I think I'm at a point that I'm just like, we're gonna stay another year. And if we're gonna stay another year, I have to make this a studio. Yep. I mean, you can put wall anchors in the wall. Like, as long as you're patching, who cares? Little putty and and some yeah, paint match, and you're Ed, good to everyone, go. Everyone, everyone who went to college knows some things about patching. Yeah. Like something like that would be kind of cool, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I think the. Mad, I think the mad the, tree, the mad tree one right there, or whatever. It's not mad tree, but it's close enough. That would be more the tree of the tree of no. The, the the neon is is gas. I'll go that first, but if for some reason that falls through, yeah. Anyway, um, we've also we might say we might have something new in the works. Me and Aaron, like a, a new employee, 
that people have been asking for some new some new uh content avenues that I think are pretty exciting. I watched I watched the clips today. It, it was they were good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I think I think we might be onto something. What, what are we what are we talking about here? TBD. TBD. Basketball well, I'll have more answers here in the next couple days, but uh I think we might be onto something. Jeff might be Jeff might be getting more involved in the BCJ world. I'm excited about that. He's got he's got a, a podcast he's doing on Yeah, Sunday he's going night. on a podcast. Oh yeah. What are you going I'll, on I'll, with? I'll, I'll shout him out. They're uh they're a podcast about the size of uh of ours. It's called uh, One Time for the Fan. They're a Falcons podcast. They uh nice. They reached out, wanted a little bit of insight on uh, what they're, what they can expect, what they're getting with uh, Desmond Ritter. Um, so winner. that'll be, uh, that, that'll be uh, Sunday at, uh, I think they said eight fifteen is when they're going to bring me in. They start at eight. They do like two podcasts a week. They go so, live, or is it going to yeah, be? They go live on YouTube. Nice. I start um, following them on our page. Like, I think, like, I think we can, I think we can comfortably drop it here for the PTP crowd tonight. And Dave and I will talk about it tomorrow. Sure thing. Jeff Howell is going to be the the primary co-host on the Dave Simone soon-to-be-named Sunday morning podcast. I, I got to ask, though, Jeff, like, what is your – like, Dave is a diehard college football junkie. So when Dave goes diehard college football junkie, are you going to be able to keep up? See, my thing is I am – and I think I've brought it to this show, the uh, more of like, yeah, I bring like the fan aspect of things with a little bit of. Well, Dave bit is of the, also uh, a diehard fan. Right. And he's probably more diehard into the like, you know, statistical analytic yeah. like things. Whereas, you know, I, I like to bring a little bit of the, the counter. Like watch the games and. I like you know. to bring a little bit of the counterpoint as a fan. And, you were the uh, first person, I, that, like, well, you were the second person I thought of. Only, be, only because his his dad, his dad. I wanted Dave's dad to really do that show, and Dave was like, "Oh no, that would that would mess up everything that we do because my dad is like a loose cannon, and uh, <laughs> that would not be good for us." I'm so happy that I came up with changing the last name to Simon. Yeah, for, Dan for Simon, his, realignment expert ego. Dan Simon might. I don't like it. Simon. <laughs> yeah, realignment expert Dan Simon. Um, we're gonna get him a wig. We're gonna get him a, a complete alter ego. <laughs> some glasses. Some glasses. So that when he comes on, like he's gonna be like over the top. I think he should just grow out the Paul Feinbaum. <laughs> is this the uh dropping dropping podcast suggestion portion of the episode? Because if it is uh, I think it's also safe to say on this podcast, the new Mo Egger podcast is uh, a good listen. It's fantastic. I I, I enjoyed it. The I listened to a episodes. little bit of uh, I listened to a little bit of Doc, um, just in and out of the car. I listened to all of Angelette Levy. That was that a great was one. Outstanding. That was that was great. Really good. Um, I'm planning on tomorrow on my way to and from uh, Higher Ground to listen to episode three. Who's his guest on episode three? Uh, the guy that did the uh, the Reds Cam? documentary. The, the filmmaker guy. The Riverfront. Yeah, the okay. filmmaker guy that did the Riverfront yeah. thing. Uh, um, that's an interesting one. 
Because I'm he's, not a I'm not a Doc fan, so I I was all the way out. So I don't think after listening to Mo's podcast, I'm with not Doc, a Doc fan, but it was a good podcast. Doc doesn't care if you're a Doc fan, right? Yeah. Um, good. Um, I don't care no, that I he's think, not a writer anymore. I think that's an awesome format for Mo. I think so Mo's too. a really interesting dude. Like I, I I've gotten to know Mo extremely well over the years. That's a guy that has trusted me with his show. He he knows me every time we see each other now. That's fun. <laughs> when he, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're not gonna uh, cheer for him if he's walking no, by. I'm not gonna spoil it. Uh, yeah, Dan, I will. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil <laughs> it. But uh, Chad, when he when he told the story about his grandma, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was it was outstanding. With outstanding. it was it was great. Um, that to me is special in terms of like. Who you have fill in for you is important because they can mess up. Like if you, like he took a bunch of days off in June. Like if you have somebody that fills in for you, like six, seven, eight days in a month. And that person doesn't like carry the torch. Oh, there's plenty of people who hate you. (laughs) There's also, no, no, just say like, no, there is, but they don't hate. No matter what they say, they still listen. They still listen. Right. Right. Like what Mo has told me, which is maybe the biggest compliment, <clears throat> is that he no longer, when he takes a day off, he gets to take a day off. He doesn't have to listen to people calling him, like, what is wrong with your show? And I take that as a huge, like, that's a huge source of, like, what we're doing is, it's good. It's funny. It's entertaining. Um, quite a bit different, but like we have fun with it. Gives but a lot of exposure to Taryn. I love like, I love Taryn's like Taryn and I musically are friend of and the I show. Know, Taryn. Yeah, I know. Taryn there's Blaine. a lot of people that don't love like where Taryn and I go musically, but the people that are into that like late '90s, early 2000s hip hop scene, all of us listen to that show and they're like, oh shit, I forgot about that song. That shit was fire. <laughs> you guys played Ghetto Gospel, I think, earlier this year, and I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I listened to it like two days straight. <laughs> um, So I did want to bring up, because it became a topic of conversation for entirely too long on the BCJ pod, um, the Field of Dreams game. <laughs> Somehow, think, somehow the BCJ pod became a baseball pod for a guy who hates baseball. People were big mad. Big mad. I, I did not mean to create. You you left me on an island that Wait I was not minute. expecting. I didn't. For one, I didn't see it. Two, or hear it. But I know what your stance is, Aaron. And you <laughs> relish in the fact of being the villain. On the Field of Dreams oh, game? Absolutely. Jeff, this week... I've had people in my DMs like, is Aaron okay? Oh, if Aaron can set the world on fire, he will. Is Aaron okay? With his, with his like, hot is, takes. Is his hot takes his hot takes are lava hot. But here's the thing, Jeff. Things- was it that hot a take considering it was the it got fifty percent of the viewership as a game? Then it well, did. But last that's year. Aaron. It's the number one viewed baseball game of the season. Put a better product out. I don't think there's any other game on, better. is there? It sh- there's ways uh, to there's there's, there's no other game on that night is there 
No, there was other games on that. Okay. Right? There's ways to have that game not suck. Well, uh, this Aaron season, and I are in this. Okay, go ahead. This season it would be not including the Reds and the Cubs. You can you, you can play with the schedule. I know, Chad, you okay. brought up that you can't play with the schedule, but you have double headers on Sundays that you can mess around with. You can move some things around, and we all know again, logistically, you can plan something in a week. Uh, you saw BYU, BYU, Aaron, and whoever Aaron, they played. It is, it is a baseball problem. Okay, I got no, no, I got because, it. I got, I got, I got because twelve months ago. Chicago and Cincinnati was a pretty like a pretty interesting thing until Chicago traded everybody away. But and why then do you the Reds have, traded everybody Cincinnati. away? That you, happened in twelve why have, months. Why do you have to announce it twelve months in advance? Baby's asleep. It doesn't matter. He's whisper yelling. It doesn't well, matter because there's a kid sleeping right here. Oh. Thank God for in school tomorrow. Thank God for melatonin. I'm so mad. No, I'm I have a solution. So mad. I have a solution. I'm trying to be quiet. Nobody watches the All Star game anymore, right? The All Star game is horrible. Replace the All Star game with the Field of Dreams game. No. No. No one wants to go to Iowa during their break. You would have people bowing out of the All Star game. The All Star game is too important for like the market that gets the All Star game. Doesn't yeah. need to go to Iowa. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair too. I, I thought Emily, Emily uh, Witt. Touche, uh, touche, da- Daniel Paulson. That is on the bottom of the list of baseball problems. Yeah, absolutely. But it's, it's at the top of my list of things to <laughs> shit on right now. I, I thought I'm Emily Witt. Like so it. mad, Aaron. You're it's so a mad. Neat, it's a neat spectacle. I also love the fact that they're going to turn it into a, a little league complex. Nope. You, I love that. The bear, you now you're now you're being dumb. No, I thought Emily Witt no, Ed, uh, summarized Ed. that game perfectly on Twitter. She said, 7-15, I'm emotional. This is so cool. Man, I love the Reds in baseball. 7-30. What the heck, Reds? You know Emily Witt That's works ca- for? Bearcat Journal? You're right. You're right. I do that. <laughs> I love him. She's, she's outstanding. Her baseball she thoughts are, are on point, and she's a phenomenal photographer. I love Emily. But Jeff, why why take this field in the middle? Like the the aura of like the 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 so vibe I, right of this field is yeah. is is like, what that it's in the middle of a cornfield, right? There's two fields out all, there: the original all, all the, all and this the fields, new one. All the fields that they're putting out there are going to be in the middle of cornfield too, Ed. Next. But now it's no, but now it's. Now there's not going to be as many cornfields around why it. Is like it you're, you're making why it, is it why is there why is there an aura there, Ed? Okay, why so you're, you're there, putting Ed? these. Okay, hold on, hold on. This is just like this is a gateway because drug. James Earl Jones. Ed, no, no, no. Ed, remember, remember, like let's think if your your son was like twelve and played on a team. Oh, Chad, you've missed you've missed so many good conversations about Ed and his son. He's to going get to invited him. to the Field of Dreams. He'd, they'd have to have these. He'd, he'd have to ask for the money for Christmas. Ed his would son, tell him to son. ask him to give him money for Christmas to go have so, these on the trip. So I, I don't know if I've told this here. Um, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the big AAU locations is uh, Lake Point, or I think it's called Lake Point. It's in Cartersville, Georgia, and it's this giant facility. There's 12 courts, like Under Armour, Nike, Adidas. Everybody does events there. And it's Lake also, Point Station. yeah, it's also a baseball facility, a softball facility, and a soccer facility. 
that is like a hundred acres. It is and and so we're there, and I'm like walking the facility to get into, and there's this RV park, and I'm like, uh, look, man, I've been covering AAU basketball for a long time. This is not how AAU basketball rolls. And the entire RV park was baseball families that take, like, I don't know if they buy them or they rent them or whatever the case may be, but there were 50 RVs in this RV park that were there for this baseball tournament that was going on at the same time as one of the basketball tournaments. Look, as much as travel baseball, I feel, has ruined Little League Baseball, it is a very lucrative thing. Yeah. And it's it's like on, on a very small scale. Is that Lake Point? Lake Point, um, Lake Point Sports Comp campus in Carterville, Georgia. So the the building in the background is the like where the basketball stuff happens. Like back here. Um we usually park in this parking lot right here to go to the facility. But there's also in the back as you can see here this RV lot where all the baseball families stay to play games at these, you know, 12 baseball fields. And there's the soccer fields over there to the left. They've got sand volleyball. They've actually got a uh, that water there. It's like a water skiing park where oh, they have like where they have water skiing competitions. Like it's a wild deal at this place. Okay, what's this? The but to Chad's point, if you're gonna put the, you're gonna put you know the little league facilities there, you're gonna have all these. You know, your team gets a chance to go play at the Field of Dreams. It's yeah. it's a listen. It's a city. It's a city that the the, the money would help. Okay, know, okay, Jeff. Town, let me ask you a question. Town. Hold on, Ed. I'm not done. Why do you get to finish my he, gateway he, drug he, statement? Here, here in Cincinnati alone, there's a, a little uh, little Crosley. There's a replica of Fenway Park. Okay, this is what and, I wanted to ask you. And when my kids get to play their little league games on those fields. It's one of the coolest experiences that they have during the season as far as where they get to play because they're not playing on a field that butts up to another field and there's a soccer field that runs in the middle of it and you got outfielders running in, you know, backed up to each other on, on each field because they're on their, they get to play on Look the big boy fields. fields. Those fields are immaculate. Wouldn't That's you want a chance to it's play good, on one of those fields? It's good for baseball to help grow baseball. Okay, so build field somewhere. But when you put this stuff out there, it's a gateway drug. Okay, when FC oh, Cincinnati put their put their put their soccer complex, their their uh, their their training complex out here, guess how many hotels have popped up around here now? We got good two for, now. We have for, two. Good for the economy, jobs. But then you're taking away the cornfields. Now you're tearing down another cornfield to put a hot, to put a, a hot dog stand, a hotel. You're gonna go take another way. So now you're just gonna show up at just a regular stadium. Now you're just going to show up at the stadiums. The stadiums that too much corn starch anyway. The stadiums, (laughs) all all the stadiums that they've got built out there are in the cornfields. That's part of the shtick. But what I'm saying is, if you add this place, if you add this place, you you start adding a Walmart. Dreams didn't really happen, right? There'll be a freaking Chick Fil A out there in no time. No time there'll be a Chick Fil A. Ed, you know that the Field of Dreams 
was a movie. It wasn't like something that really happened, right? I understand that, but it's still the okay. lore of it. I still haven't actually also see, have not seen the movie. Oh my god! Wow. What you? Your <laughs> entire opinion on this is void. It was not. It because my wife has seen the movie and she told me about it. Oh, oh god. god! Jesus Christ! I... Ed, have you looked up the Alamo yet? <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. Isn't it? That's not fair. Thought it was. Who knew the Alamo was the middle of downtown San Antonio? Everybody. Not Chad, me. Chad, ask, ask Ed what he prepared to go to the Alamo. Ed thought he was going to be like on a 10-day hike out into the desert. I thought this was going to be a few-hour drive into a desert somewhere. I packed some sandwiches and some drinks, and I put it into the GPS, and the GPS basically said, turn around. There was the Alamo, downtown San Antonio, near the near the Riverwalk. But anyways, thank you. I am, thank you. But anyways, I, I guarantee you, they put those they put those complexes back there, and there'll be there'll be a hotel, there'll be a Walmart, they'll pop up, and it just will be a field now. It won't be in the middle of a cornfield anymore. I think you're wrong. <laughs> Time mark this. Date stamp this 11.09 p.m. on August 16th, 2022. Ed was wrong. Jeff again. will come back and say, Ed, you are correct. That will never happen. I feel like it will. All right. <laughs> so the only other Reds news I want to talk about because... Um, all oh, I've got is- some Red stuff. Well, slash baseball related. I was going to say all the guys that the Reds have have traded for seem to be excelling. Oh, the minor, the, the all over the place. Everywhere. I can't I can't scroll past. I'm retweeting uh, a, everything. I, I can't scroll past a, a Bryce Spalding tweet without you know him talking about some awesome minor league thing that happened. There are lots of things happening. Um, I I've but, got a legit question. More uh, social media interact interaction or activity, Reds minor league trade editions, or Cincinnati Bearcat first or uh, 2022 NFL draft picks. I'm retweeting all of it. So <laughs> everything, all of it. Yeah, I'm here for all of it because I'm excited about it. Here, Chad might have a good uh, answer to this too. And this is kind of this is just a, a statement I'm going to throw out, and then I want to hear what your thoughts are. Standing ovations for returning fan favorites. This is what I wanted to talk about. Good, I'm so glad you went here. What are your thoughts on it, Ed? It came up because Cassianos obviously is back in town with the Phillies, and he received. A standing ovation whenever he got there. They, I think they played like his walk-up music. Good uh, for him. Did they we just did go that. through yeah, this? He, he, he was also or... down on the field. He was down on the field with the, uh, with like the Dragonfly Cincy, the organization that the, you know he helps yeah. out or was yeah. the Go benefactor his, of, of well, Liam's. His like son, he, yeah, Liam's T-shirts. So it has been. It is there. There was a there was a somebody on Twitter, and I don't even remember his name now, but apparently uh, he. 
he was not happy with the fact that Reds fans were celebrating Castellanos being back and then was also uh, upset because was it Kirby? Madison, Madison Bumgarner uh, got uh, a, uh, a innovation out in, um, in San Francisco. Like, stop applauding returning players. Look, if they gave everything they had to the organization and they were moved on for circumstances beyond their control, why do you care if fans well, want to clap for them? Well, let's also remember what Nick Cassiano said earlier when he got when when he signed with uh, uh, the Phillies. He was waiting for the Reds to even make an offer. They didn't even right. make an offer. They didn't even try to retain him. So right. it's not like it's not like he left like maliciously, right? And he's he never, wanted them. He he's never said anything them. bad about the fans. As a matter of fact, he still said glowing had glowing things to say about the the fans in Cincinnati. Yeah. Right when he's sitting there in a Phillies uniform, I'm all for it. I'm and here for that, it too. that was my that was my whole thought process was what Chad just put into into words that if you've got a player that was here and I don't care if they were here for six months a la you know the Yasiel Puig thing you know, like that guy if he comes back he's getting a standing ovation right yeah. if that were to ever happen I doubt sure. at this point that it does but like he would if you come his here went on some questionable podcasts but like there. <laughs> like, like if you if you huh. if you are somebody that plays and i don't care what team it is you can it is if it's reds or you know if it's your hometown team wherever you find yourself right if you've got a guy that comes in there does what he's supposed to do it becomes a fan favorite for whatever was, reason whether blue, it's blue whether collar it's, all the way like he was the city like whether it's personality or you know, the way you carry yourself on the field and the, the effort you give, or maybe it's just because you absolutely ball out and then you are moved on and it's not necessarily your decision uh, to move on in the way that it happens. I'm all about it. Cheer for those guys. Like Matt Kemp is not going to get a standing ovation if he ever came right. back to Cincinnati. <laughs> right? Like that's not going to happen. This wasn't a. This wasn't a. I mean, I know this. Tommy Fam will. Tommy Fam absolutely will. This wasn't a Brian Kelly situation, right? This was no. a guy who. I mean, he. He wanted to be here. Good. Good point. Homer Bailey. Bailey. Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey would not get a standing ovation. This on that I, guy. I don't think. Not probably not. Johnny. Johnny Cueto. Cueto would. He would. Johnny Cueto, the house, the the roof would blow off the place for Johnny Cueto. I mean, I mean these look, are look what happened with Billy Luis Castillo. Look what happened with Billy Hamilton. With Billy Hamilton, they cheered for him so much that he got in the game. Like the manager just <laughs> sitting in. Yeah, and and tying on to that one, did you see the the fan yelling at uh, Tony Larusa to put in? I don't know some guy to pinch Angels? run like in the. I don't know who he is, but there's like a fan sitting like in like the third row. I guess it would be like our diamond seats. And he's like yelling at Tony to put this guy in the pinch run. And somebody was like, you know, Tony had fallen asleep over there. And he just heard the the name getting yelled out. So he like gets up and he's like time. And (laughs) and he's like, I don't know why I did that, but uh, I I think I think it's, 
it, it i don't know like you're you're a miserable you, you probably lead a miserable existence if stop you can't... trying to tell people what to enjoy Right. Stop trying to tell people like what they they should and should not unless, appreciate. Don't be unless, the arbiter of fandom. Unless right. it's unless it's you know unless you're the fan of a team that ties all the time. Mid. Nothing from Ed. I found it. I found the video. <laughs> if you play it, we're probably going to get another copyright strike like right. their copyright thing that we got the last time. But no, I, I just thought that I thought I mean a little okay. Oh wow, he like oh he actually did it. Yeah. That's wild. Oh he's gonna pinch on. And he called it. And he called it. And he's doing it. He's doing it. Let's go. There needs to be more of that in sports. There is. There's fan controlled football. <laughs> yeah, there is. I hope that was his uncle or something. <laughs> so whoever whoever the person was that tweeted out was like my my dad, you know, got got Tony the Russo to put this angle down. <laughs> I don't know, but awesome. yes, don't don't be the arbiter of fandom. Don't like who can, like if people want to enjoy it. Look, there's like been zero, very little to enjoy about this red season. And, Tonk, and, and if if Tonk, Cassiano's coming back and selling out the right field seats and everybody yelling, you know, being excited about it. Like, I'm I'm here for it. Just the, I don't know. Like, like Talk actually just enjoy. Enjoy actually, what you enjoy. Talk actually just ordered a second one of these in black so that I can I can make the UC one. You're gonna oh you're did, gonna make it. Oh, at it's home? cricket. Did you get cricket. the the Bearcat Journal? Iron sharpens iron. No, he's making his own one at home. He's, he's Ed. Yeah. He couldn't ask his son to ask for money. From five one three shirts yet? For, for I'll ask. I'll ask Parker if he'll go happy's on me on it for me. Athies. I'm delivering a uh, Iron Sharpens Iron hoodie and T-shirt to Luke Fickle tomorrow. The Bearcat mm -hmm. Journal version. Go. I got him in the other room. You want me to, to bring him in and show you guys? Or yeah, go get him. Shameless, shameless. Just, just go ahead. I'll be back. So, those are, right. those are my thoughts on that whole I, thing. I, I'm glad you went there because I, I wanted to go there as well. So it was just irritating. Like I saw it Same. and like, yeah, it was like. I to be like I had football practice to, that I was with him, with with my son, and I knew Cassianos was coming back. So while I was sitting there at football, I was scrolling Twitter looking for like what was the reaction, like what you know, how did fans treat him when he you know got up to bat? And then I saw that like the Reds played his walk up music, and I don't think they play walk up music for opposing teams. They do, um, but the, I guess they played his walk up music, and then, uh, bam. Yeah, Tonk, we need, we need, uh, we, we gotta get monitored. We've, we've only got like 110 followers on the YouTube, Tonk. So, no, we're at 205. Are we? So, if you talk, if you want to go ahead and get our link out there, that'd be good. <laughs> uh, Otherwise, if you want to donate, <laughs> Ed hyphen Mayhall and Venmo. Just joking, don't do that, please. 
What size does Luke wear? A large? 2X. 2X. 2X? Luke, really? He told me to get him a 2X. He wears it over, like, two other things. Okay, that's fair. Are you gonna are so, you gonna pre-cut the sleeves for him? No, that's on him. I don't know where he likes them cut. Like Amy, Amy gonna, does that for him, right? Yeah, like, Amy does that for him. Amy does that. But this will be delivered to Luke tomorrow. And if he wears it, the people at UC are their their heads are gonna like chop off. <laughs> Zach Stipe, I think Zach Stipe will murder you. I think yeah. at this I think at this point Luke can do whatever he wants. He's, at some point in time between now and the start of the season, I need Luke in one of these. Like a like a interview with Channel I don't know. or something. Maybe maybe our view maybe our views on uh on Cassianos are a little different because you know Ryan, former you know But no, it's not yeah. it's not just he, him. It's everybody. Right. No, I agree. Like when Luis Castillo comes back here. The like, whole Seattle team, for that matter. Well, Jesus. yeah. For that, I, I guess I kind of forget about that, but you know what I mean. And I was going with the T-shirt thing because uh, Ryan did uh, let us know that he's still rocking our PTP shirt at the gym. It's always good. Yep, he, he sent us a picture this week saying that he's still rocking PTP. Talk. Amy seems smart. I think she would just get Uncrustables. Uncrustables are really good. Delicious. Strawberry over grape, right? Oh, hundred percent. Deep freeze right now. Yeah, a hundred percent. If you're putting right. grape jelly on anything over strawberry jelly, so uh, I've got questions. I think the uh, the entire last what twenty minutes of conversation about the Ryan Castellanos, I'm sorry, a Nick Castellanos arbiter of fandom. Uh, that that is our bum of the week. I, I don't think that you top that. I think that is the 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 bum of the week. Like. Don't Absolutely. tell people how to how to fan. Um, outside of that, Ed, do you have a uh, sixty Ed, seconds of wrestling? I'll take the silence as a no. But we can't end the podcast if Ed is not here. It's true. So Where, what happened that. to Ed? Where did Big um, Ed go? Hey, the, also, the, ap- the um, apple juice and the blue uh, the blue slushy beer got he's him. Probably went, he probably went to get an uncrustable. Um, what are your <laughs> thoughts? What are your uh, here's thoughts my thing on, on Uncrustables. Can't you, can't you just make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yeah, but it's so nice to be able to just grab it out of the freezer. You can. I mean, you can. You don't have to, they have to. Yeah, but you got to get the. You gotta I've heard it. that they're. I've heard that they're like next level if you put them in an air fryer. Uh, I, I don't like have a, an air. I don't have an air fryer to try that, but. I just if, if I want a PBJ, I make a PBJ. I don't think I want hot jelly. I see. I don't. I don't. I, I don't, don't heat them up. I like I'll throw them in the microwave, but without turning it without turning it on, and there's still a little bit of heat in there. You throw it in there for like ten minutes. Get yourself a nice little. Thing. If I use our panini maker, I don't put any of my condiments on the sandwich until it's already been you, warmed. You, you turn the microwave on, but don't turn the heat on. How- like no, I don't turn it. Like I don't turn, turn on the, the microwave. power to zero. I just throw. I just no. I just throw it in the microwave. I like to watch my food spin. Don't and press you, any buttons without without pressing any buttons. You just sit it in the microwave. Yeah, oh, you just put it on the counter. You because run the microwave like, and then and then put it in the microwave. I did like a test, and it seems like it it, it thaws quicker when it's in in the microwave without, because I think there's still like microwaves coming through. So who knows? This is the dumbest shit I, I've ever heard. I don't. Yeah, but know it's not if the that's dumbest. The, shit. It is the dumbest shit you've ever heard, but it'll probably be 
<laughs> my brother in Christ, Ed, what are you doing? Thank you. But you'll try it. You'll try it and it'll work. And you'll be like, Ed, okay, Ed's Ed was like, right. I get I get home and I get that frozen pizza out of the uh the freezer and I just throw it in the oven for a little bit. Look, I'm and, supposed uh, to be asleep in a half hour, like, like, like 20 minutes. Listen, listen. I, listen. If my, I'm not if, gonna be able to sleep because I'm gonna be thinking like Right, that's what I'm saying. That's my problem. Um, did, where did you even come up off, with this idea? Hang on, hang on. I, I need to interject here with some some thoughts. Um, first off, Daniel Paulson, you saved the show tonight with your one liners. <laughs> Fantastic. Second, do we need to put out an APB for Geoff? Because where the hell? I wonder where Geoff was oh, too. Yeah, yeah. It, he doesn't ever miss a show. Although you know what? Sometimes sometimes he uh, he works early, and he said that he's got yes, he, he listens to the show once. on the way into work. Yeah, right. he did say that. Uh, just. And he lets me know when the show's not uploaded in the morning. I'm sorry, sorry to derail. And Tonk is here. He wasn't. He wasn't here Monday for the BBP. We were. We were worried about him. Ed is a certified psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still so confused. Listen, 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 listen. listen. Listen, This is how it started. All right. We're listening, Ed. We're listening. All right. So, the son wanted a pizza, one of those microwave pizzas, for lunch. Heat up his microwave pizza, and I wanted an uncrustable, but it was frozen. So after his pizza was done cooking, I threw it in the in the microwave without turning it on because there was still residual heat in there. Went and did a load of laundry real quick. Came back maybe ten minutes later, and it was the perfect defrost. And you realize like you can just turn the microwave on for a shorter period of time. No, no, because it still heats up the, the jelly. It still heats up the jelly, right. and that's that's weird. For those of you who are still here, we thank you for joining us for another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. Ed, do you have a wrestling minute? It's my own action figure. That's no, he's still, just that's, got his own action that's, figure. That's All the right. wrestling minute. Wrap this thing up, Aaron. We, we, I will we, have a wrestling minute next week. I, I, I'm I, actually I watching the DX you. documentary right now, and I haven't finished it yet. It's not even eight. It's <laughs> Uh, before we wrap this We're up, I, I do want to say uh, I will be on uh, that uh, one time for the fan uh, podcast on Sunday at 8.15 p.m. It'll be live on their YouTube channel. Um, their Twitter, I will retweet it out from uh, PTP uh, so folks can go you guys, it. You guys are it. all invited, uh, Jeff and Ed. Aaron, I don't think Aaron is going to be be able to make it, but next Friday... We're having a BCJ happy hour at the Grail. I'll be there about six thirty. I know, I know a couple people that are going to be there that that fans are going to want to uh, mingle with. When you say next Friday, do you mean the nineteenth or the twenty sixth? The twenty sixth. This Friday is the nineteenth. Next would, Friday is the twenty sixth. I would love uh, to make it to that, but we have a soccer tournament. Zach Tobler is going to be there. Ooh, Tobler time! So you could talk to Zach Tobler about the locker room renovation. We talked to Zach Tobler. Uh, I'm told he played pickup get pickup basketball with the coaching staff this week. Like there's a you can you can there's a lot you can talk about with Zach Tobler. Was he golfing told, with him today? Uh, potentially, I don't know. It looked like it. Yeah. Potentially, I'm told uh, Ryan Royer, who is gonna Mr. Bearcat himself, who is going to be uh, the the an, an analyst for the BBP every Monday at eight o'clock. You want a football breakdown on what happened with the Bearcats on that Saturday. You're going to get it from Ryan fucking Royer. 
on the BBP every Monday night. Ryan Royer is going to be there. Michael Kope Gorodsky is going to be there, who now works in the recruiting department. We're working on potentially DeMar Johnson stopping by that Friday night at the Holy Grail. So Friday the 26th, I've got radio. I'm in for Mo. Uh, I will be there around 630. Ed and Jeff, you are uh, officially invited to come down and be part of the festivities. It's going to be a hell of a time. Aaron's invited. I just don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to be able to make it. God forbid Aaron drives a little bit to get to it. I'm sorry. I had a baby. Uh, but again, that was another episode of part of the punctuation. We will see you next Tuesday, nine 15 ish. The same as always. Uh, but for my hosts, co-hosts, producer, self-proclaimed best producer in the city. God almighty. Aaron's kicking your ass, Ed. He's not. For Jeff Howell, for for Ed Mayhall, and for my boss, Chad (laughs) (laughs) Brendel, this has been another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. See ya!